Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to our service for this Sunday, the 30th of May, uh, which is Trinity Sunday. Our music, uh, the introduction and the recessional, are pieces of music which were taken from our concerts, which we're holding presently at uh, All Saints Burnham Thorpe. And I hope you enjoy these little snippets of the things which uh, we enjoyed, obviously, as full concerts. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. God the Father forgives us in Christ, and heals us by the Holy Spirit. Let us therefore put away all anger and bitterness, all slander and malice, and confess our sins to God, our Redeemer. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour, in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry, and repent of all our sins, for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may serve you in newness of life, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. And so the collect for this Sunday, Trinity Sunday. Almighty and everlasting God, you have given us, your servants, grace, by the confession of a true faith, to acknowledge the glory of the eternal Trinity, and in the power of the divine majesty to worship the unity. Keep us steadfast in this faith, that we may evermore be defended from all adversities. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the prophecy of Isaiah. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lofty, and the hem of his robe filled the temple. Seraphs were in attendance above him. Each had six wings, with two they covered their face, and with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. And one called to another and said, 
Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. The pivots of the thresholds shook as the voices of those who were called, and the house filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me, I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. Yet mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphs flew to me, holding a live coal that had been taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. The seraph touched my mouth with it and said, Now that this has touched your lips, your guilt has departed and your sin is blotted out. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. This is the word of the Lord. A reading from the letter to the Romans. So then, brothers and sisters, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received a spirit of adoption. When we cry, Abba, Father, it is that very Spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if in fact we suffer with him, so that we may also be glorified with him. This is the word of the Lord. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. And our Gospel comes from John chapter 3, beginning at the first verse. There was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly, I tell you, 
No one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? And Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen. Yet you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Surprisingly often in Bible study groups or similar teaching material, the question is put, when did you discover God? Or, how did you become a Christian? Mostly, the answer comes back, well, we were brought up to be church-going. And it is still the case that most of us learned about God before we were seven, which is one of the reasons that the church lays such stress on schools' work and youth work generally. The initial ideas are most effectively planted early. For those fewer in number who experienced a moment of revelation or conversion, though, the encounter is usually unforgettable. The position of chapter 6 in the Isaiah collection is unusual, for in the writings of other prophets, the account of their call, quite naturally, comes first. We may think, for example, of Ezekiel or Jeremiah, and it is quite frequent for the work of Hebrew prophets to be inaugurated by a remarkable and vivid manifestation of God's presence. We might think of Moses, in front of the burning bush, as a very, very early case. Isaiah's vision, though, is one of my favourites. It takes place in Solomon's temple, the temple built on the place where Abraham bound Isaac for sacrifice, when it was revealed that human sacrifice is never permitted, the place where sacred reality 
erupted into the mundane world of men and women. And incidentally, where much later, of course, the Muslim Dome of the Rock would commemorate exactly the same event. We need, imagine, today, Isaiah standing in the outer court, watching the clouds of incense fill the hall. The temple was a place of vision, and Isaiah sees the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lofty, with only the hem of his robe filling the space. We know from Moses that we cannot see the face of God. This hem represents the very slightest of interactions between God Almighty and humankind. But even so, even then, God is asking, whom shall I send? Which brings me to the question I asked myself when I first read this passage for this week. Why is this passage set for Trinity Sunday? In the first place, Isaiah is in front of the glory of God. And in front of the glory of God, he is shaken, unclean aware as never before of his own inadequacies and aware too that he lives in a broken world as he says and i live among a people of unclean lips yet he goes on to say yet despite this contrast god has given me this vision the seraph completes the connection flying to him with a live coal to cleanse, forgive, purify, and blot out all sin. So here in 740 BC, the probable year of King Uzziah's death, we see God sending an agent, the seraph, to bring a tiny measuring spoon of his immeasurable love, but sufficient, of course, to transform Isaiah forever. God's love for creation overflows like the flow of his robe. His nature, God's nature, is to reach out to us, to love and teach and inspire. And God reaches out to us with his constant, unending love with Jesus' life of teaching, by word and example, and with the Spirit's inspiration. Amen. We affirm our faith together in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. 
For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world and let us thank God for his goodness to us. Heavenly Father, we bring your church to you. Help us to mirror the Holy Trinity in our relationships with one another. Let us care as attentively for our neighbour as you, the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ, show infinite, indistinguishable love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, your world has been ever a world of nations, rich in customs, language and identity. Let us continue to work to establish justice in all things, to create workable structures and model behaviours between states that will serve the world and you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father of all, we pray for those parts of the country where the infection rate of COVID-19 is once again increasing. We pray that you will send your Holy Spirit to those places to help us do whatever is needful. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father of all, we pray for those who we know who are ill, who need your tender and your healing touch. And this morning we pray particularly for Gloria, for John, for Jill and for Peter. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for those that we have seen, but we no longer see now. And in particular, we pray uh, for the friends and family of Frida Harley, whose funeral was on Friday afternoon. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O Lord God Almighty, eternal, immortal, invisible, whose mysteries are unsearchable, we thank you for your revelation of Father, Son and Holy Spirit. And we pray that this may magnify our faith and our understanding. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we conclude our prayers saying together the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. May God the Holy Trinity make you strong in faith and love.
defend you on every side and guide you in truth and peace. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you, be with all those you love and remain with you always. Amen. <laughs>